Waking up the Riverina, Wito and Herbie on hit. I want to talk about North Korea. That is the North Korean national anthem, if you've never heard it. You don't hear too much about North Korea, but you hear a little bit. Yeah. Well, in this case, we've heard just enough uh, about their sporting propaganda for me to have an idea about that. Is this your flattering thing? No, no, no. I'll get, oh, look, I, I, I do have an idea of how we can incorporate some propaganda here in the workplace, but I'll get around to that okay. soon, all right? Okay. I want to talk about this North Korean propaganda first because uh, it's sporting propaganda that's come out and it is just, it's amazing. It, they're like paintings to begin with. Yeah. So it's not even Photoshopped. Yeah. They're paintings and they just, I'm inspired by them. Really? Well, it's just, it's just they're so ridiculous. Like, there's one of North Korea's football teams, soccer team, uh, after they won the World Cup. Yeah. Never happened. Uh, the closest they ever got was they got into a quarterfinal once, uh, That's which a pretty is very good effort, exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They win. They won over Italy to get into it. But uh, in this painting, it's them <laughs> winning the World Cup, and thousands of people behind them in the stadium with North Korean flags cheering for them and whatnot. Uh, truth is, after the South African uh, Soccer World Cup, it was rumoured uh, that uh, they were actually sentenced to hard labour when they got back home because they didn't perform that well. Far so out. the propaganda painting is very different from what is rumoured to be yeah, reality, what expectation versus reality. Then there's other ones, uh, including uh, athlete uh, John Song uh, winning gold at the 2000 Olympic Games in Sydney. Yeah, it didn't happen. Never happened um, okay. because yep. our leader Kim Jong Il banned her from attending because he didn't think she was going to be able to repeat her 1999 World Athletics Championship triumph. So he's just gone nuts. She off. wasn't even there. He's just doubted her. Yeah, but she wasn't and there. And then he's claimed it. Yeah, and then they've claimed it. Jeez, I love that. The painting is amazing, though. It's an incredibly well done painting, and you look at it and go, "That is inspiring." That if you didn't know the truth behind it, you go, "Wow, what an inspiring." We could be Olympians. Painting. Well, this is the thing. Here in the workplace, right? Yeah, we're looking for ways to, you know, every workplace always looks for ways to, you know, jazz it up a little, boost bit. morale, yep. you know, and you know, put up a picture with a quote and like, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just make it a little bit more fun. No, they don't have to be paintings of me. I'm not that. I feel like you're aiming for that, but no, yeah. no, no, no. It can be of everyone, like individuals <laughs> here in the workplace. So inclusive. Just, just like I just like get it. Can we employ an artist to just do some, like, even just some sketches of me? I don't know, uh, winning Wimbledon. And, do you know what I mean? Can we be doubles partners? Yeah, well, actually, yeah, you and I are winning Wimbledon <laughs> we won together. Wimbledon. Who and, did we and, beat? <laughs> That's the best. Well, maybe, Federer and Serena. Yeah. There you go. Fed- <laughs> Easily. Put, it, put, put that in the office. And just, even though we know it's not true, it's kind of that little joking, inspiring thing, you know? There will be one person who goes, oh, really? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, we beat uh, we beat Federer <laughs> straight Serena. sets. Yeah, exactly. honestly. So just and it could be you know one of the one of the guys in the sales team. You know, it could be them. You know, um, I don't know, defeating McGregor in the UFC or something. <laughs> like, just it'd be great. I am. I'm actually about this. Yeah. Um, if you're a sketch artist and you reckon you could pull this off, contact us. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear from you, and I'd love a picture of me winning Wimbledon. There's a lot of walls in I'll, the office. I'll show it to my mum. Look what I did, mum. <laughs> look, I won Wimbledon. You got a house, mate. Yeah, I got two. Yep, one of them uh, called Poopy, <laughs> yeah. the aptly named Poopy, uh, is a Kiwi, right? Yes. Okay, so Kiwi I'm, born, Poopy. Want to talk about a town in a New Zealand Kiwi land? So just set the tone. I'm just going to play the New Zealand national anthem. <laughs> what a tune! What a tune! Uh, it should be there, Anthem. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no, I want to talk about a town which is. Um, 
beating Australia when it comes to puns in its name. See, even that frustrates me. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a small rural town of 1,600 people, uh, about 150 kilometres north of Wellington. Now, the town, it's actually called Bulls. Bulls, okay. Bulls, the town. B-U-L-L-S. Like the animal. Now, when you reach the town, it has a welcoming sign saying, Herd of Bulls, a town like no other. <laughs> bulls, yeah, bulls I get it, I get it. Yeah, you got it. Okay. It's just, just a dad sure. joke. It's, it's one of those jokes that it got a laugh out of me. Yeah. But I feel bad for giving it the laugh. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because... But, like, I go, well done. It's a bit of character to the town. Here's the thing. If you're a fan of dad jokes, you're going to love this town. Lee In Ryan fact, better be listening to us. <laughs> friend of the show here uh, definitely should be listening. Now, if, if you're planning a trip to New Zealand and you've got someone that's a fan of the dad jokes, this is the place to okay. go because... Just, just get ready for these. Pin your ears <laughs> back. Because when you're in the town, um, they've got a town hall, which is called Sociable. <laughs> and then the church is called Forgivable. <laughs> and the medical centre is called Curable. <laughs> it's quite actually, good, right? No, they're actually well done. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to be informed on the town, well, where do you go? You go to the town information centre, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's called Informable. <laughs> I, I see. It's kind of endearing. It, I, I, whoever is in charge of tourism in this town is really the smart. mayor of the town. Yeah, his surname's probably Bull or Mister Bull. I don't know. Probably ch- ch- change the name. But look, I, I'm going to continue because it doesn't stop there. Because <laughs> you can go to the Mother Goose Cafe there, also known as Delectable, <laughs> or you might withdraw withdraw some cash from the bank there called Bankable. <laughs> And just, I'm no, I wouldn't have even, if you said, name some bull words, yeah. these would not come out of me. You can go to the toilet. They're called relievable. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It makes me want to go over to New Zealand town and just go to bulls. Yeah, just go to bulls. Like, sounds great. I don't need to see Christchurch. I'll skip that. I'm going to bulls. Yeah, that's it. And look, if you ever do get in trouble in a town like bulls, hopefully it doesn't happen, but you know, if you've ever got to deal with the police or yeah, whatever. Yeah, where are we going? Then you've got to talk to the constable. <laughs> They're not going to get older, are they? I think it's great. I want to go to New Zealand. I want to go to Bulls. Sounds like a great place. But before I get into this, I don't know if this is a case of me reading something off the internet and believing it. Okay. But I've got an article this morning. It's from abc7chicago.com. Okay. So if you want to check it out, you can head there. It's a real website. Okay. And it's about a lady named Jessica Allen who, this happened last year, and she was matched with a couple last year, April last year, because she was going to be a surrogate. Okay. Right. And so she agreed to be a surrogate. They said yes. And so they implanted you know, the embryos into her and everything mm-hmm. and then was successful. Yeah. So she was pregnant yep. with the surrogate's family, you know, the whole shebang-a-bang. So just, uh, look, I don't fully understand how it works. So I just want to clear something up here. The embryo, when they place it in inside the surrogate, is already... It's already, like, um, together. It's been attached with the egg and everything. Yeah. It's... It's the couple that is paying the surrogate. It's a fertilized money. egg. Yeah. Yeah. So the couple pays the. Is that the right sur- word to say? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. The, yeah, we're neither us are health I, experts, but the couple pays. <laughs> I love that we've got to add that. <laughs> <laughs> pays the surrogate mother. The surrogate mother will usually hold the baby for the nine months. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so she's successful. And then nine months later, she gives birth. Okay. But what they did notice throughout the pregnancy was six weeks in, they've gone, oh, hang on, there's two babies. So obviously, nine months later, she gave birth to twins. Well, that's right. what they thought. That is what they thought. Because this is where the article, I don't know, and I'm not a health expert, I don't know if it's true, because they did DNA testing yeah. when the babies were born because yeah. one was a lot smaller than the other, which can happen at times. Okay. But they noticed that 
the one that was smaller is actually her biological child. So okay. she was a surrogate mother yeah. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. another couple's baby, yeah. held that baby, and then she's had her own baby of her to herself. Well, is it is it possible and that she was so she's got the embryo inside mm. her, the the other couple's one, but then was it also possible that one of her eggs was released and she was in a relationship with someone at the time? And she's, she's married. Yeah, she's married. Yeah. Okay, so then maybe well, that's how it happened. Doctors have come out and said what has happened is extremely rare. Yeah. But I still don't know this if this is completely true. I mean, how's that for timing? The, 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 all the stars that have mm. to be aligned to make that happen? It's called superfetation when a woman continues to ovulate even after becoming pregnant, and that can result in two babies. Wow. Isn't it? That is it's one a, of them. I mean, it, it's look. You started this by going, "I don't know if this is a true story or not." That sounds quite believable to it me. It sounds believable, yeah. but also imagine that you're a surrogate. You know, you're going to look after another couple's baby, yeah, and then you have your own as well. Well, it's a classic two for one deal, <laughs> isn't it? She thought she was just having one, and then she got two. She got two. Jeez, I don't know if you can say that about kids. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Lie Not Lie. We are indeed. Now, I have a story about uh, when I was 11 years old, went camping at Yamba, family holiday, met a girl. We became friends, never spoke to her again. It was only just recently someone in my family pointed out her name was Delta, and we figured out it was most likely Delta Goodrum. Yeah. Uh, because everything fit together. And your story is my brother, Carl, the one under me. We went to Fiji when I was in year five, so he would have been in year three. And he's always slept, walked, had night terrors. But in Fiji, he actually slept, walked, partied down with the staff members, and then got, Dad got woken up to around three in the morning by a staff member saying, we found your son sleepwalking, and Carl doesn't remember any of it. Which story is real? Which story is not? You got the call, the hit line, 13, 12, 16. We got Melissa from Glen Oak. How's it going? Thank you. That's the way. That's the way. Which story do you think is real and which story do you think is fake? I think um, Herbie's is fake. You think Herbie's is fake? No, it's not. I'm sorry. It actually happened. (laughs) My dad had the biggest fright of his life getting woken up to Carl with a staff member. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. You you didn't win, but uh, maybe next time, okay? Thank you. Thanks, Melissa. Bye. Jess from Glenfield Park on the hit line 13, 12, 16. You didn't hear the previous caller, did you? Sorry, I have kids. <laughs> no. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear the previous caller. Who do you think is telling the uh, true story there? Uh, I think Herbie's telling the true story. That is correct. You have just picked up a family pass to go to Wagga Bowl and Entertainment Centre and four burgers as well. <laughs> You're very welcome. We'll catch you later. Now, out of the news booth in the studio, we're joined by Cherie Comer. Good morning. Good morning. Who do you prefer, Brittany or Christina? Oh, that's a hard one. It's hard, isn't it? It is hard, it, isn't it? It's a really hard. I'm going to go it. with Brittany, though. Brittany! Well, say, so you're locked in Brittany now. Brittany. We're going to speak about it again soon. We'll come back to you and see if you've swayed already. Yeah, All exactly. Right. Have a think about it. Right now, though, I've got some pretty interesting news coming out of Japan. And so a company over there, a marketing firm, Piala Inc., it's based in Tokyo, they have done something which I think if we implemented here, a lot of people would be happy because you're basically going to be owed holidays. Mm -hmm. So what this Japanese company has done, they've reportedly granted non-smoking employees an extra six days of paid leave per year to compensate for breaks taken by smokers. How many days? Six days. Oh, I like this. I read about this. I love this. Yeah, it's a great idea. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I often do wonder about that when, uh, you know, smokers go outside and if you add it up over a day... 
times that by five. Times, times that by yeah, the yeah, working days yeah, of the yeah. year. And it's interesting because I used to be a smoker. Mm-hmm. I quit about three years ago. Congratulations. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thank you. But uh, I now can't understand how I found the time to do it. Yeah. Because well, when I'm so busy when I'm at work, I'm like, when did I ever find the time for smoke breaks? Yeah. But yeah. somehow I did. Yeah. And this all came about because this company decided to put a little suggestion box at the start of the year and said, what do people get annoyed at? What can we improve and everything? And some people had noticed that there were some regular smokers who were popping out of the office multiple times a day, like Mm -hmm. multiple, and they've gone, Mm -hmm. is that not fair? Like, I'm still doing my work. And they leave at the same time. It's not like they stay back. So they listened to them and said, we're going to try this out. They've been rolling it out since September, and since this is news spread over in Japan, they've had so much more interest in employees, like people wanting to work there. Do you know what I think it's good about this? One, people that don't smoke are finally rewarded with the extra time that the smokers do get that they don't. But two, there's also a bit of incentive to quit there. Yeah, yes. that's what I was going to say. Because if you become a, a non-smoker... people will quit. Yeah, if you become a non-smoker, six. six more days a year, that's pretty good. Especially for those families... Imagine if the wife at home is going, come on, we could have six more days over in Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. So, look, if you're in the Riverina this morning and you work and you know someone in your workplace that is a smoker and they quite often get longer breaks than you, maybe just print out this article this morning. Mm. If you're a boss, have a think about it. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not a bad idea. Even if you're not a boss, print the article out this morning and just leave it anonymously on the boss's desk <laughs> or on his toolbox or something like that. And just, you know, just see how it goes. Yeah, put in some annual leave as well. Get ready for it. Get, maybe don't do that. That's counting the chickens before <laughs> they hatch the a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, celebrate. You've got six days off. Well done. Just simply by printing something out and putting it on the desk. Waking up the Riverina. Wito and Herbie. On hit.